The answers to your questions are on this table. I know, I'm... They've been here all along. I'm perusing them right now. Waiting for you. Yes, this is an answer to one of my questions right fucking here. And here, I'll take these, and this, and this. And that should do me for now. Seek communion again with the mystic frog when the way becomes unclear. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 6, Episode 30. We just sent Squall to the moon. Yes, Squall went to the moon. He's I'm very excited to, to go in. Yeah, he's Squally. And he's going to the moon. I want to go to the moon. Can we go to the moon as viewers of this game? I don't really have any desire to go to the moon, but <laughs> you might. I don't think you can. No, you might be able to go to space. Well, what's going to happen is we're going to cut back over to Zell, mm-hmm. who's with Adel. Oh, you mean in the game? Yeah, I thought I you meant in life. Would you ever be able to go to the moon? No, I, I meant like, in I the game. I, I was making a joke sorry, about oh, how sorry. now the game is going to do its favorite thing, which is oh, yeah. show you something exciting and then not let you experience yeah, game, it for a while. I would love to go to the moon. In fact, you just <laughs> saw us launch off to the moon, right. but no, we gotta hang out with Zell while Adia is like, I'd really like to find out if I cannot be magic <laughs> yeah. or something. So we gotta go with them to Odin's lab. We'll later on this episode cut back over to Squall and see what's going on with him. What, they could have just cut this part of the game, but if they had had that attitude, there wouldn't be a game. There here, was, so. That's right. <laughs> Anything else we should say before we get going? Do you want to do a kickflip? See if I can get a first try here. Oh, oh he landed on the side. Close. Okay, okay. Oh, Oop. no. Oh, that was pretty it. good. There we go. Oh, first, there we go. There you go. There Third go. try. Two He's in a row. got it. Two in a row. Well, how many can he do? Oh, uh, that two. two in a row. Start the episode. They'll be fine. I think they're in good hands. <laughs> We're with Zell and Adia and the gang, and we are at the space terminal at the spaceport. Let's pray for their safe return. Okay, shall we go? Follow the dog. So last week, before we blasted off into space, Angelo ran in and mm-hmm. was like, woof, woof, like a lassie type moment. Yeah. The Angelo runs outside and we follow him. Hey, hey come, come back. back. Jeez, what's up with her? What the? Oh, I want to go to the moon. Put down. Whoa! Uh oh. The ground shakes ominously, mm-hmm. and they're they're like, run outside and look up. This isn't from the launch that just happened. This is another incident yes. just after the launch. Let's, Let's go, go outside. outside. Angelo. I think something really exciting is about to happen. Something. Whoa. Uh, what is that? Flying saucer. And now we get to see the lunatic Pandora for the first time, really. And this CG cutscene does kind of evoke the Independence yeah, Day yeah. aliens coming in over the city Th- vibe. This is what we were talking about when Laguna and everyone was on a cliffside, and they were like, what is that? And yeah. I thought it was the sun, and you thought it was a crystal. It's a massive monolith, mm-hmm. like thousands of feet high, and kind of more of like a square than like a tablet type Yeah, shape. but if you picture the 2001 
monolith, you're pretty close, but but a little thicker and a little more USB drivey. And it's hovering over the city with the base so big mm-hmm. that it's like the Independence Day aliens. Yeah, from the bottom, it has like a big circular pattern on its base. The first shot of it is like exactly like yeah. looking up at the sky and that, that big black sheet comes out across. It's amazing. Remember how they said something about a monolith? could be on the side of it it has this giant insignia Mm -hmm. it almost looks like something on the side of like a mosque it's like the crescent moon Mm -hmm. with like a star in it in like a large circle and the moon is like something's coming off of Mm -hmm. it we're gonna learn that this has something to do with the moon this big usb drive wow that's big what the hell is that it's humongous say wasn't the city in that direction Oh, Dr. Odin might be in trouble. So we put her head for the city at once. Dr. Odin might know what's going on. So all our parties are like in blue highlighted text. The city, the city, Dr. Mm -hmm. Odin, the city. And we're like, okay, let's go to the city and see Dr. Odin. I think Galbadia has a monolith. (laughs) All right, who's coming with us? Okay, which they dug up. God damn it! Christ! And right as we're about to go to the city, it once again is like, change your party and all of your junctions, mm-hmm. which if you remember last episode, we, d- we I spent like half an hour, like, shortly before this, redoing it all. You'd just gotten it all right. Fuck you guys. Just put... Fuck you guys. Put somebody in. Fuck and, you guys. And then, and then switch the junks. Junk it up, you know? He'll be the squall now. Zell will be the squall now. So we get that all right and head off for the city. Where we just were. The lunatic Pandora is headed. Mm -hmm. So glad we have zero encounters turned on. Yeah, it's pretty nice right now. Alright, it's up here this way. And it's like not a killer in this game. No. Doesn't actually affect us at all. We have plenty of magic, hypothetically. That's all that matters is that you have magic stocked. And that your GFs have learned a lot of good abilities. Yeah, running around this with encounters on would suck. I'm so glad. Right, because there's so much going on that I want to see the next thing happen. Perfect time to turn that on, man. You nailed it. Yeah, like I want to see what happens. And the fact that it's it's built into the game proper and we earned it Mm -hmm. instead of some kind of pressing two buttons on the controller and the remaster. Yeah, we can do that (laughs) at any time. Um, Makes it kosher, you know. It's been blessed by the rabbi. Is this how I enter? So we make it back to Estar, the city proper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whoa! Whoa! Oh, that's what it's like to ride that elevator? Holy shit. More of Estar's dangerous elevators. <laughs> like, they make my stomach drop watching these CG cutscenes. There's no they place have some to hold on citizens. To. This There's is no how, place This to is how they to. designed it for everybody. Like, everyone <laughs> in the world just does this all the time. Hell, you're adorable. Take me to Odin's lab. Yes. Are you here to see the doctor? Yeah, Dr. Odin is in a good mood right now. He hasn't been this cheerful in quite a while. Okay, good. So he's happy okay. about this cataclysm that's about to happen because he's uh, sick. It's gonna... Oh, we're here now. Okay. So we make it over to Odin's lab. Doc Odin. Once again, here's another character that I feel like our characters should be, like, violent towards. <laughs> Definitely. But their reaction is like, hey... Maybe he can help. Yeah. <laughs> Why is lunatic Pandora here now? Who is moving that thing? Galvadians, sir. They're the ones that salvaged it. So lunatic Pandora was the giant weapon that they were making back when they were bad. Okay. And the Galvadians 
found it in the ocean, and now they're flying. And that's the big monolith. Mm-hmm. Okay. It will not attack us. This city is not the target. I hope you're right, I guess. But, uh, Tears, Tears Point. Point. Hmm? Hmm? What about Tears Point? Tears Point is in danger. Yeah, Dr. Odin tells us that the lunatic Pandora is not going to hover over the city. It's going to hover over a thing nearby called Tears Point. Yep. Hey, asshole. Hey, why aren't we on the moon with Squall and the gang? Because I thought we were going to the moon. This game really likes to tell you you're about to do something exciting and then go like, but first. <laughs> There's a lot of other shit that has to happen. So we meet again. This is exciting. Not as exciting as being on the moon with Squall. What's so exciting about this? This and that about Galbadia and all. It's been a long time since I last saw Lunatic Pandora. That is such a cool, stupid name. <laughs> that lunatic, whatever, <laughs> that big thing, what the hell is that? What the hell is going on? Oh, you want to hear my story? That is nice. I would be happy to tell you. Please, tell me a really long story. I've been investigating the Pandora since it was an excavator. So we serviced it. Do you think the lunatic Pandora is an artifact from the future? Could be. I Could mean, be. I mean... Or is it Luna... Like, moon. Maybe they found it on the moon, yeah. And investigated. I don't care about that! What do you want? What's gonna happen? What do we do? That's what I'm about to... The enemy's coming, right? And there's no time! Lord. Just tell us what to do! Zella's like, don't tell us the whole life story! Just tell us what we need to know to do next. And he's like, unfortunately, you need to know all of this. Make it short! Short, eh? Are you sure about that? That is too bad. Yes, this could be very bad. You want to go inside to stop it? Then look at this. Uh. So he shows us a CG map of Estar. And what's about to play out is a similar kind of vibe to back in the train mission where they lay out all these details of mm -hmm. what you're going to need to do. And it would be easier if you just went and did it. But yeah. instead they overcomplicate the explanation ahead of time. Yeah. We haven't seen this in like two discs. This is a real weird one. Oh God. So we're going to get like another big like, here's the plan. It like we got in the beginning of this one. Seems like it. This is a map of the Estar region. Okay, I have one too. <laughs> Lunatic Pandora's current location is here. Uh-huh. Lunatic Pandora's expected course will undoubtedly pass over the city. Okay. Mm -hmm. Seemed like it was right above the city. Oh. The CG cutscene they showed us of the Lunatic Pandora was it peeking out over the city mm -hmm. and coming right over mm -hmm. it. And the map he's showing us is like the lunatic Pandora is still in the middle of the ocean, right. but it'll be in the city in like an hour. <laughs> the city has one outer skyway and two main inner skyways all leading to the palace. Yeah, I yeah, ran, ran around. all around it. Lunatic Pandora will head east from the vicinity of this lab toward the shopping mall. Time it will take to cross the city is estimated to be 20 minutes. Boarding lunatic Pandora is possible at the following three contact points. The first contact point is at the center of the city. Why did Squall go to the moon? So while Lunatic Pandora is passing over the city, mm -hmm. we're going to try to jump onto it. Yeah, Odin is like, these three spots are like the highest up, so if you mm -hmm. stand on them, maybe you can catch it as it floats by. Yeah. It will arrive there five to eight minutes after it enters the city. That is equivalent to 15 to 12 minutes left on your timer. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. And as he's describing the locations, it shows you like a screenshot of mm -hmm. what it looks like. So you, if you've run around, you kind of know what screen you're looking for. 
Please be Number easier than it sounds. Point. Yes. Second contact point is unknown. We believe it's where the two skyways cross. Okay. It's going to pass over the city so slowly that if you don't get on it at contact point one, you, you can, can run to quant contact three, point two. Yeah. Yeah. Lunatic Pandora will arrive there 10 to 15 minutes after it enters the city. Oh. All right, all right, we got to get going. I want to talk some more. Okay. Tell. I'm all ears, dude. Talk. The culprit is not Gambadia. Okay. What do you want? So now we can, like, ask Dr. Odin to clarify, really. Mm -hmm. We can ask him questions about the first, second, or third contact point, or just about Lunatic Pandora in general. Mm -hmm. Ah, so you, now you want to know. You know that monsters come falling from the moon. Not very often that that happens. I, what? I didn't know that. You don't okay. know? <laughs> Pandora has an effect on the moon. That may be the immediate problem rather than get away. He's like, you didn't know? Monsters come from the moon, dummy. Yeah, and, and the, the lunatic Pandora is going to make that happen, you idiot. Yeah. Tears Point and lunatic Pandora together will maximize their effect. Some kind of perfect storm of magic bullshit. Two concepts that I guess if we had seen the lunatic Pandora used on its own and mm -hmm. it did something crazy and we had seen Tears Point used on its own mm -hmm. and it had done something crazy, when they were going to be combined, we'd be like, oh shit, no. Right. But instead he's like lunatic Pandora and Tears Point together. So you'd better really hold on to your asses, okay? Because they're both coming in. And, and we're, we're like, like, I don't even know what one of them is. <laughs> so it doesn't make a difference to me. But the cataclysm's coming. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? The effect of what? <laughs> yeah. What is the effect? What you, what is ah, I thought we were fighting a sorceress from the future. What <laughs> <laughs> do you want? Okay, well... Goodbye. So we set out to hop on the lunatic Pandora as yeah. it flies over the city. We're like, I guess we'll go find one of these screens and then stand there. I think that's what we're supposed to do. Oh, go down. Going down. <coughs> <laughs> Soon we will hear her voice. So on your way out of the palace, though, you pause the game to ask a question. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. So if the sorceress isn't controlling Galbadia anymore, what are they doing? Like, what are they, what, what are is they Galbadia doing? doing? Yeah, what are they doing? Because Dr. Odin has said the sorceress is not actually the culprit, or Galbadia <laughs> isn't, or something. And I'm right. like, so what is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, as this guy's saying, Galbadia is not the problem right now. It's just... The many other things going <laughs> Looks on. like it's here. Interacting cities okay, and okay, forces okay. and lunar um, Pandoras. So the 20-minute timer begins counting down as we walk through the city. This is a generous timer. Where is it? All right, it's there it is. Um, I think if we go this way... So you have to be at the first contact point before, like, 15 minutes in, because that's when it'll mm -hmm. be there. And right now we would have encounters, like assholes. I don't know. Like some kind of Final Fantasy jumps. Like some kind of Final Fantasy jumps. Like, is this a contact point? Uh... We're close. There's a button you can press which will bring up the image of mm -hmm. the screen we're looking for. We're very close to it. Yeah. Um, wait. What? Uh... The center of the city. Here, yeah, this is the center. 
We made it here in under two minutes. Yeah, so now the timer is at what? Uh, 18, 19. 18 minutes and 19 seconds. Uh-huh. And we gotta wait. Because the lunatic Pandora won't reach this screen for a few more minutes. There's like a check mark on the timer. There's like a meter that fills and it shows you like when it'll get here and it's just so far away. Yeah, it's moving slow. <laughs> yeah, that's... And if I wait here until then, yes. I think... Show the picture again. That's looking... That's it. Like the background, yeah. That is it. So we've got a few minutes to kill. Mm-hmm. You play cards? How about you? <laughs> you guys want to play they cards? Predict it predict it would fly by here. Yeah, okay, this is it. Geez, isn't there anything we can do? I mean, I don't want to I don't want to get off this screen. Right. I just was and so what's good. what's going to happen when it gets here? We're going to jump on it. This is a contact point. It's going to come by here. We're going to grab it. And then we're going to go inside of it. Admittedly, you could be running around these screens confused for a while, but like the gameplay that's happening right now is we got here and now we wait. You yeah. could be confused because you would be like, nothing happened when I got to the right spot. Right. But like, <laughs> exactly. I, I don't understand like what the thought behind this was. You know, I don't really know like what this is supposed to feel like. It is an interesting. Is okay. it supposed to be tense? I get the like, idea of like, oh, and then you gotta like jump on this thing as it goes by, but the implementation of this is so it, this cannot be what they I feel intended like what it should and would have finished there's a tower and Galbadia has already taken over the tower and you got to fight your way to the top of it before the timer runs out or something there's like yeah a boss rush in your way or anything no we just are so, gonna wait on this screen like, this and kill some be time like a culminating point like this is supposed to be like the end of an act almost like the start of it this is supposed to be so tense and what you gotta do is kill a few minutes if they like play tested this and they watched the p people playing this part I like try to think of another game that's not in this franchise <laughs> where one of the mechanics <laughs> is like put down your fucking controller and do something else but i'm just that good so now we can um, i see i thought you were gonna have to do something. we can get a few quick games of rock paper scissors um okay uh rock paper scissors you don't do rock paper scissors shoot we can do that. You okay. can do it either way. Sorry, but like I just got thrown by that. All right. Yeah. Well, we didn't agree to the rules first. Right. That's why they do it in the card game. You yeah. gotta. All right. Yeah. Usually, before I start, we would hash out like, do we go like? You would one, be two, like, three, you would be like, do you want to mix rules? And on three. That's what you would oh, say. Oh yeah, I'd say, do you want to mix rules? You seem to know rules that are unfamiliar <laughs> to this region. Rock paper scissors shoot. Ah, I lost. Right, gotcha. Okay. Rock paper scissors shoot. Oh, he drew scissors. Oh, I okay. Drew okay. Rock paper scissors shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> We're just throwing rock every time. So while nothing is happening in the game, something amazing starts happening in real life. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> I think we've done the same move four times in a row yeah, at we've, this point. Yeah, we've had draws four times. Scissors. Both of us. Paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> That's six. Six. This run isn't over. If this isn't a psychic power, I don't know what is. F fuck the skeptics. Both of us paper, <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> Both rock. Alright. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Fucking six. That's eight ties in a row at this point. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> right, yes! 
Rock defeats. Wow, that Rock was defeats. a long run. We lost on the tenth. Who won? You did. I did? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we had it going until 10. That was real. We, that was not <laughs> fake bullshit. I we mean, did nine in a row. Faked? If, you, if I sat down right now and I said, we're not going to talk about it, but you and I right now are going to try to throw the same thing. Yeah, could we have... Let's. Okay, you want to... See say, if okay, we right. can just do it. Run, One, two, three, go. Two. Nope, see, so you just won. Yeah. I was trying no, to you throw won. The, or you, you won. Rock, you won, I mean, I whatever. We scissors. lost is what I mean. Yeah, it's like, okay. I tried yeah. to, in my, I tried you to tried do to it. You tried to psychic me. I tried to okay, do it, yeah. but when we weren't trying to do it, it happened. <laughs> that was a long run of, uh, of ties. That, that was, was crazy. Insane. That was really crazy. There's an episode of Regular Show where the plot is that they tie so many times that, like, the universe breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Came close there. They're playing that rock, paper, nice. scissors over like a couch that Pop is throwing away. <laughs> Still got about 40 seconds until the lunatic Pandora is going to make it to this spot. Well, that, that wasted a good amount of time. That's okay, here we go. Here. Oh, man. Okay, so yeah, we can like... Whoa. <laughs> The lunatic Pandora kind of passes almost at street level, but we're at the highest street Which in the city. Which makes no sense, because from here we can see so many things that are higher than this. I know, but forget that. What it's, <laughs> I think, supposed to seem like is almost like the Titanic is passing by. Yeah, yeah. And, like, one of the doors in the side of the boat, you know, pretty far down, like where you would, I guess, board it, opens up, and some Galbadian soldiers are there, and they dive out at us, and we're in a fight. Yep. Door opened. Hey, guys. Fight again. Punch. Oh shit, we gotta kill this guy in time to get on. The timer's still going, I didn't realize. I mean, we've got 14 minutes. <laughs> this is the first contact point. Okay, you can celebrate less. <laughs> wow. Leveling up less. Now's our chance! Jump on! Go! So, having defeated the guards, Zell and the gang hop on the lunatic Pandora. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Meteor found. Whoa. Give it to Zell and our squall. We find ourselves on an ominous stairway. Mm -hmm. And there's a draw point right nearby, and it's a high-level spell. The music in here rules. Eleven meteors. Wow, this music's cool. This place is cool. This music is tight. I like this. is so good. Yeah. So I guess the lunatic Pandora is mostly hollow, and we're in this, like, giant chamber where mm -hmm. there's three elevators around the room that are going to take you up to the top. And as we wander around it, it's going to become apparent that this is where Laguna and Co. were wandering around when we were talking about being in mines and tunnels made out of crystal. Yeah, the crystal tunnels from, I think, episode seven of this season? Yeah, he was back when Esthar originally found this in the ground or some shit, mm -hmm. and we're digging it up. Um, okay, so which door do you want to go in first? Should we go one, door two, or three? Let's start by going We're one. We're losing seed ranks. We've been demoted. Sid is at his computer, fucking paying us less May to oh. save the world. Fuck that guy. Wow. To get demoted in the middle the of the inside this is all crystal is, so, case. is such an insult. So yeah, we've ascended elevator one. Mm -hmm. We're now inside. Mm -hmm. And we've emerged into like crystal caves like we saw before. Yep. Is this actually where Laguna was, but it was underground at the time? What, uh, maybe? I think so. 
right? This is like you push rocks down these holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, some of the choices that we made back in episode seven affects things in this scene. Like, yeah. you can make so it to I, draw I points that like otherwise some, would be unavailable. Yeah, some items and draw points we miss. Esthar was excavating it, and we were Galbadian soldiers in it. Huh. That's cool stuff. I don't know what it means. Yeah. It means that uh, they, they, they connect. They connect. You're right. <laughs> Five bats. Five bats. <laughs> I'm telling you, what, like, the major failing to me of this game is how many opportunities they had to five bats the situation. And for people who haven't listened to this show entirely, that's a reference to season one when we played FF1, mm-hmm. where there were five bats in a cave, and then at the end of the game, it revealed that some ancient warriors we had heard about turned into bats, mm-hmm. and those were them. And it's like the simplest thing to just set up and pay off, and I loved it so much in that game. This should be full of stuff like that. This even works for us in this moment where we're like, I don't know why, but it's kind of cool because it connects to something earlier. Yeah, this place is the same as that place. But that's what I mean where it's like, if the lunatic Pandora and Tears Point and the lunar cry and all that shit had been talked about early in this game, it would be like, oh, the shit that we heard about earlier is happening. So we're back here and we're like, oh, cool, we're back here. But even though we're back here, as you're about to see, there's not anything here. Nothing happens here. Whoa. Wow. What a shot. Awesome. Holy shit. We look like we're inside of Tron. Like, we are in this crazy computer that's, like, made out of crystals that's much bigger than us. Or, like, if you've seen Forbidden Planet, when he goes underground into the guy's, like, house. I don't, I haven't seen that. Oh, well, I don't he, know that he, they go to a weird planet and turns out a guy lives there who's a scientist. Uh-huh. Anyway, it's a gigantic, crazy looking machine. I think of it like at the end of Total Recall when they have that alien machine yeah, under that, Mars that, yeah, that's like going to that like too. heat up the water. Yes. Yeah. It looks like they build things out of light here. That's so cool. Um, Man, some of these. Is it you press X down there? But this awe-inspiring screen seems to lead nowhere because it's a dead end at the end of it. Yeah, it just leads to nothing. Maybe we could have opened up this door if we had done something with Laguna or something. I don't know. Maybe, but maybe. Maybe we aren't ready to come down here yet. Huh. Can you go right or left? Doesn't seem like it. Weird. Well, this is still awesome. Maybe you're going to have to unlock it. But it should have said locked when you walked up to it. Well, maybe, like, we'll hit a switch and something more fundamental will change than a door being locked, you know what I mean? No, much like last time we were here, we're gonna now head forward towards the exit, run into a boss, and be done with this place. Yeah, we think we're in a whole dungeon to explore, but that's our mistake. Hello, friend. So we run into a big... It's like a computer thing, like a robot. Uh, It's like a machine angel. The hell is that? Well, no time to be pondering. No, I don't think there is. Let's do it! We go to attack the machine angel. Ah! My body! I can't move! But it lets out some kind of magic field, and we all float up, and we can't control our bodies. Mm -hmm. We got floated. Ah! Whoa. Uh, Man, they used, like, uh, all the concept art that they drew. 
What just happened? Zell and the gang just fell from the sky? Um, it's almost like, you know, when you watch a re-edit of Star Trek or something, <laughs> and you can kind of understand what the editor wants you to think happens, but clearly that's not what happened in the episode. Oh, when, you know like, I mean? a Where fan, they, like, they line, change yeah, the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, a fan yeah. will, like, line up footage that doesn't go together. Because yeah. what happens is we float up, and then it cuts to a shot of us, like, falling through, like, a trash chute. Yeah. And then it cuts to a shot of outside underneath the lunatic pandora on the ground and zell just kind of stands up like huh i guess i just fell yeah adia and irvine are already standing there like they were fine as though they fell from the fucking sky and then the lunatic pandora like disappears into the distance i guess our plan failed I guess, yeah. I guess that's what happened there. But falling so far onto the ground <laughs> and then just cutting fine. to we're here, go with it. And we're at what we're going to find out is called the Sorceress Memorial. Yeah, the Sorceress Memorial. I that's what it is. It's not Tears Point. Damn it. Kills me to let him go. And then we have a cutscene where it flies out over another thing we've never seen before. Yeah. This is Tears Point. So this <laughs> is like its combined power. Wow. Because, like, you know all about Tears Point, right? And you know about the lunatic picture. <laughs> and, like, now it's together. And, like, uh, well, the, the statue at Tears Point cries there's another, blood. There's another piece and, of And then Tears Point turns on. And Lunatic Pandora also turns on, so you know it's gonna happen. Well, whatever it is that it does, whatever the effect they both have that now is amplified, as Odie said so well. Well, there's, there's another piece of the equation that we've heard, this other variable out there. Something called the lunar cry. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Will it relate to the tears point? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Maybe it will. And the fact is, all of this is a mystery to us, but it shouldn't be, because everyone in the world <laughs> seems to know, like, what is happening. Yeah. Did they throw us off of it? Are we not on it anymore? I don't know. That's how fucking unclear it was. Seriously. Like, we're paying attention. We're very much trying to understand what's happening as we're doing so, it. So, yeah, and all my babbling back there about, and then the tears point is turning on. Just keep in mind, our mindset is like, wait, we're not on the lunatic Pandora? Yeah. And what we're seeing is this, like, insane ancient computer coming to life. Yeah, it's another like, giant satellite dish full of, like, mainframes. <laughs> yeah, but they're made out of stone and they light up. And it's like, we never even seen this before we don't know what this is and we're also like where even are we what is this is this a com is this close encounters of the third kind the sequel what is happening i don't know what are those does this mean something or what is that and in the center of like this giant tears point bowl mm -hmm. that's like a satellite dish Full of these, shape. like, ancient battery things. In the center of it are, like, enormous statues of, like, fantasy Buddha-type figures. I, I'm gonna assume they're sorceresses. Yeah, since and they're all, the only... like, linking arms together. Yeah. And they're standing around a circle, and in the circle is the same image that's on the bottom of the Lunatic Pandora. Yeah, so yeah. So I think the Lunatic Pandora maybe is gonna, like, shunk into this. It's all, like, super cool, and this moment would be so great if someone had, like, brought us here before for and been like mm -hmm. oh in ancient it's not times used we used to believe this happened yeah. here or something but like seeing this it's like you might as well be watching tv from an alien planet and you're like i don't know that mm -hmm. looks like these weird blob things put their antenna inside of the holes on each other i don't know what this is but like it's neat is it porn <laughs> wow cool 
design on this. Is this the sorceress's like tribute place we saw on the map? The sorceress's time machine. Well, remember on the map it was like the sorceress's like uh, commemoration place or whatever. Mem uh, memorial. Memorial. Yeah, that's yeah. the word for commemoration <laughs> place. <laughs> Just for clarity, it's not at the sorceress memorial. We're at the sorceress memorial. It's at looking at Tears <sighs> Point, God. where the lunatic Pandora is now, after having flown over the city of Estar and then kicking us out over the sorceress memorial, which was God. on its way to the Tears Point. Yet another issue with how they did this. We keep saying all these words should have been in the first act. A big part of the reason for that is not only so the payoff is better, but when you get here, <laughs> we should not be going. Which of these, like, five words right. ties to these, which thing we're looking at? You know, like, we don't know what concept goes with what image, and we're like, what the fuck is happening? I guess we better fall back for now. The lunar cry. Let's, let's head, head back. Idea just says the lunar cry. And, and let's head back <laughs> to where? Yeah, Zell says that, like, ah, the surf's dying down anyway. <laughs> like, what? What? <laughs> Wait. What? I did all that and nothing happened? I didn't fight anything? Let's head back. And now we're going to do something crazy, storytelling-wise, which is cut to space and continue what happens with Squall from where we left off, which is that he launched into fucking space! Meanwhile on the moon... Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, on the way to the moon. It's pretty clear that at some point, for whatever reason, the decision was made to interrupt the rocket launching right. cutscene with what we just did. Because we cut back to a CG cutscene of the rocket exiting it's, the atmosphere. It's, it's like seamless from the other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the waltz that Renault and I dance to. So we cut over to the space station that Squall and the gang, who, if you remember, they're in cold sleep, mm -hmm. are going to dock with. What an unnecessary detail. It takes, like, seconds for them to get here. They fucking freeze them, and then they're here, yeah. then they unfreeze them. But there's a guy in a spacesuit giving some orders on the bridge of the space station. Three capsules are approaching. Shall we recover them? Nah. Of yeah, he's like, of course. Y yes. What do you expect? <laughs> And this guy is named so conspicuously. Like, the whole time we've been hearing, like, the president, the president, the president, and this guy's name is Man in Space Suit. Who do you think the man in space suit is? Do you think we've seen him before? I have... Laguna? I, whoa, you think it's Laguna but old today? Whoa, that would be... It all Crazy. connects. It connects, bro. Should we tell the audience that you're nailing it? Of course I'm nailing it. How crazy would it be for, like, a bunch of kids to show up? You're like a 40, 50-year-old man, and a bunch of kids show up and are like, they're like, I know all about I've your past. I've been you. I've I lived you. your life. <laughs> Capsule recovery, t and, the and you find alone. She's like, I just wanted you to know who he was when you met him. And you're like, why did you do this to me? <laughs> I've been in the middle of dangerous situations and I pass out for hours. Yeah. <laughs> Capsule recovery team, initiate recovery process. Security team, go, go standby. It's gotta be Laguna. Thanks he did this thing with his arm. Why, Why do you, you always play me like that? I'm gonna check up on Adel. No one else is in a space Adel? suit. 
And so, yeah, Adel is here. Yeah, he mentions that Adel is up here. Another good observation. This guy that they're hiding, mm-hmm. man in a spacesuit, is the only one in the room even in a spacesuit. Yeah, it's just a mask to cover his face. <laughs> it's so obvious. I think they want you to figure it out here, but then I don't know why they <laughs> why would did they slow play, slow it, play like they it for do so later? long. Yeah. Is that not the name of the sorcerers? Yeah. He's going to go check up on Adel. She's on the moon, too. We're in space. Not a Dia. She, no, Adel's the, Adel. Yeah, yeah. Is, this is now. Yeah, yeah, so Adel is here. Yeah, because just to remind everybody, Sorceress Adia did not get her powers from Adel. She got her powers from the previous from Sorceress. From the previous Sorceress. The one that was previous, the previous to one, Adel. The previous Sorceress. This solves the mystery of where Adel is. Anyway, we cut to the outside of the space station, and they deploy this kind of crazy future netting that's going to slow our spaceship down as it gets there. They put an insane amount of thought into this space cutscene. It's awesome. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Is this a space station? I don't think we're... Are we going to the moon or a space station? We reasonably thought we were going to the moon, but we are just going to a space station. Yeah, I think they were like, in four we went to the moon, that would be cool, but mm. that's not realistic, you know? That's not realistic <laughs> enough. We want this one to be realistic. So this is at a Lagrange point yeah. between the Earth and the moon. <laughs> they called it the Lunar Gate, but did they just mean this fucking place? Whoa! No, this is like a oh, speed-up cool. thing. A speed up thing? Or no, it stopped us. Yeah, it was a oh, speed, okay. it was a, it was a bunch of nets. I thought it was gonna be like to shoot us further. No, I guess it's not the moon. It's a space station maybe near the moon. Wow, uh, this is so insanely epic. I can't believe this game is still having shit like this. I can't believe that this happens in this world. I can't believe how big this is and how much personnel is here. Yeah, no. Like, there are cities worth of people (laughs) to make this happen. There's ships flying around. There's so much space activity. It's not just that they have a space station. It's that they've, like, mastered outer space. They have a space society. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Where did you get the material to build this? And nobody in the world knows about this. You would see that from Earth. We haven't even seen anyone with a fucking telescope, dude. Other than the gardens, most people live in, like, fucking villages. That is crazy. They survive by selling flowers. The only other town we found is, like, we have a flower shop, but no one ever stops by. Will you buy some flowers? (laughs) (laughs) Quick thought technician. Initiating quick thought. It's gonna be a real itchy, a bit itchy. Forget all that, because we're coming out of cold sleep. Yeah, but just hearing us say that makes me think, like, how are our characters not amazed by any of this? Like... (laughs) They are such psychopaths. They see all of this and they're like, where is alone? Nothing phases me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we're the equivalent of some uncontacted tribe on an island off of India or some shit. You know? Yeah. Why didn't Sid get these people to help him make... What what if we're going to make orphans fight sorceresses? I guess these people were like, no, no, we don't do that. We only work on our city, which is 
like a good chunk of the world. Now that I know the whole game, why didn't Sid work with these people? It doesn't make like, sense for him not to. These people's whole thing we're about to find out is keeping the sorceresses in check. Well, like that's their main thing. They were all xenophobic. <laughs> For reasons. But they're not, they sort of are. I know, you can come I know, here apparently. I nobody, mean, you can't apparently see. Apparently, before all this started, Sid moved fucking <laughs> mountains to start the most high tech <laughs> orphanage he could. He could have come and said hello. Yeah? It's, it is the biggest continent. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't want anything to, a, to do with you. And then he found Master Norg, who I cannot believe has dude, not been talking about haven't since even, we killed him. Dude, we haven't even been to where he's from. There's a whole place where he's from where that they talked about. Yeah, the Shumi village. Yeah. Where there's other Norgs. Right. And they evolve into something else like Pokemon. Right, right. I forgot. Master Norg might not even be dead, man. He might just be turning into a butterfly. When we killed him? Well, we th assumed we killed him. But when you kill a slug, it becomes a butterfly. A Shumi village <laughs> slug. <laughs> Maybe. How great would that be? <laughs> if you killed a slug. How great and then, would that be? That would be awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> we got CRISPR. We can't be that far off, right? <laughs> Is it possible? You just buy a whole lot of slugs. You and know? you go a whole squish gross them. of them. And then you just get salt. You put them all out in your yard. It's disgusting. Oh, and you just throw and it like it's a wedding, like rice salt. at a wedding. You just give the kids salt bags. Uh -huh. And you're like, have fun, kids. And they just throw the salt. And then the air is full of butterflies. That would be the coolest thing to watch the slugs ever. Slugs all die, yeah. which is great. Yeah, <laughs> which is that's the fun. thing. The first step is going to be cool as they melt, <laughs> and then bam, <laughs> butterflies everywhere. Yeah, I love it. It's like those little sponges, you th the capsules you throw in the bath, and they become dinosaurs, but <laughs> so much better. I guess you're right. I don't know, man. We still gotta go to wow. the in one way, I feel like my mind is opening. In another way, I feel like it's being emptied. Like it's just, there's no. I have, I, it's like I'm amazed by this, but I have nothing to say about it at all. Oh other than God. like, wow, this is so cool though. Yeah, it really is. Okay, done, we just quick thawed. So now we're looking at a hallway in the space station, but it's sideways, because, you know, we're in space and gravity's different. It's like a big uh, docking bay, kind of. Like, mm -hmm. there's observation windows on the sides, and then in the bottom are these, like, holes, and our bodies float up out of them into the middle of this room. Right, and then they turn on the gravity, and we start floating down to the left. Except for Renoa, who's passed out, still hasn't been put on a backboard or anything, just fucking thwamp. And up. That's so still fucking unconscious. <laughs> Lock onto rotation ring unit. Is she just gonna fall? I think we're all gonna like gently float to... Lock engage, generating artificial gravity. Yeah, it's gonna be a slow process and she's gonna land right on her head. BAM! <laughs> she's gonna be okay. And they do a cool thing here where, like, where the ground is, is the wall. Yeah, you know, so now when you're on. walking around with gravity, you're on the wall. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Cool. They didn't change the orientation. Oh, that's, that's neat. That is neat. That's probably how you'd feel if you were Squall right now. You would be like, oh my god, what? I'm on the wall. Squall on the wall. Here's the letter of introduction from Esthar's ambassador. Wait. Wait a minute. Hold on. So... Estar's ambassador gave us a letter to give to the moon, the space people. Is this like a different civilization than Estar? That can't be. Right? It can't be. I'm gonna not think that for now. 
think it's worth reiterating here. They do not have radio waves. (laughs) How the fuck did they do this? How did they know we were coming? They didn't. Wait, we saw communication. We showed up. Right, that's right. And they were like, what are you doing here? And and we were like, here's a letter. No, at first, (laughs) the first thing that happened was the space station was like, oh my God, there's three ships coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, what's happening? Should we let them on? Yeah. (laughs) So the people on the ground were like, I hope they're they're ready. What? Wow, what is she, 17, 18? Is she dead? The welcoming committee is like, what's going on with Renoa? Yeah, they have no information. They're like, so some teenagers showed up with a body. (laughs) Don't touch her! (laughs) No, get these fancy medical people to touch her. These people are in... Quistus, talk to me. Talk to me, baby. Quistus, she's just shell-shocked. Talk to me, babe. Um, no one will talk to me. So we talked to the lab assistant, mm-hmm. and this guy's name is Piet. P-I-E-T. And Piet, I guess, understands the situation to some extent. I understand the situation. Let's get her to the med lab, and we'll talk there. Only I carry her on my back like this. His name's Piet. Please Piet, I'm me. Piet. Piet. Maybe it's Russia. I guess you'd pronounce it Pete. Pete. Squall. We have to take Reno to the med lab first. Okay. I'm just making sure there are no secret draw points, Quistus. Jeez. <laughs> So we go into the space station's futuristic med bay, and uh-huh. there's a save point here. Yep. Drop Renoa in a bed. Take her inside this room and have her rest. Whoa. Whoa. I Why would you make your bed way, med bay like this? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to drop Renoa off in one of the coolest rooms on the space station. Yeah, why you would use this as a place for, like, people who are hurt to be instead of just a lounge or something, I'm not sure. The entire floor is made out of glass. Yeah. So looking down you're, is just nothing. You're just it's looking just the at blackness space. of space. In the center of this circular glass room is a Hospital medical bed. bed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've talked to my crew. Everything will be all right. Come, let's go to the control room. Um, all right. Awesome. She's got in like a Star Trek bed. That is fucking so cool. We're up here just listening to classical music, and down there they're like, there's a giant monolith that's going to do the lunar cry and shatter the moon. You better not do anything to hurt her. All right, all right. You're her knight in shining armor. Got it. Seriously. That's how someone should respond to him. Like, we're a fucking medical team. Yeah, like, dude. You better not hurt her. She's a princess, and, I, and I'm her boyfriend, but she doesn't know that yet. But I found out I loved her after she got knocked out, and all I want to do is hear her voice. I think about it all the time. God, it's so lame. We alternate every six months, so I can live up here with the same crew for six months every year. We can't take our eyes off her for for a second. So this space station has a different crew that rotates in every six months Mm -hmm. because they have to keep watch over something up Mm -hmm. here in space. Yep. If Adel were to revive, terror would reign over Esther once again, just like 17 years ago. They have fucking... She's like frozen up here in space. Yep. Guys, I got bad news for you. There is a sorceress from the future. Wow, look at this screen. Oh, man, and on this screen, we're on the ceiling. Because mm-hmm. it's space and stuff. Our president goes out to conduct, conduct the inspection personally. 17, 17 years ago, Esther was a country ruled by the evil Abel and feared by many. And what have you done to correct your problems? The perfect gravitational balance between the moon and the stars makes this an ideal place to seal Adel and her powers. They're at a Lorange point. Oh, that's why... They're literally at a Lorange point. That's why the doctor was like... 
if they take that monolith over to this spot, it'll affect the gravitational pull of the moon, Got and it's it. really going to be bad. Because then Adel will come down, and then Ultima Sia will be able to control her mind. So they've been... Okay, that's, that was their solution, was shoot her into space and keep her in prison space. You can't kill her? Can you not kill a sorceress? Is that what I'm missing here? Maybe they just really don't believe in capital punishment in this fucking world. We've killed so many people. Monsters. Soldiers. <laughs> Are they? But are soldiers really people? Laguna was, right? Look, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Haley, come here. Whoa, look. The ceiling mechanism is made of special material. She's like out in this fucking wing thing. And then they show us Adel's prison, which is, of course, like a machine angel floating yeah. in space. Yeah, and they've basically magneto-prisoned her mm -hmm. by, like, putting Adel in some capsule that's surrounded by magical garbage. Right, and it's not like she's just in her, like, Magneto was in, like, a room with no metal. Right. It's got a very, like, you know those, like, gyroscopes that they have at every restaurant in Florida, you know, where you, like, strap yourself in and it spins you? Oh, like yeah, that's... Like, your arms and legs are spread. Oh, where you, like, put wide. your... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like she... It's almost got that vibe of she's, like, in shackles, held in this, like, circular disc that has giant metal, like, luminescent wings on it. Another way to describe this spaceship is it looks like a giant beetle. Yeah, it does look like a big beetle. And the center of it is the, the capsule holding the sorceress. Does it look like it's mandibles to you or like it is the whole yeah. beetle? It's mandibles and maybe like you could have a the beetle body is a little bit small, but that's where yeah. But if you look at it for is. long enough and you think, oh, the beetle is black. Oh yeah, you really <laughs> see it. Like that's its face, and you can just imagine that its body is all behind it. You know, it really stands out. Like and they that, said actually. the president does the inspection manually. <laughs> Yeah, and he's flying out there. If you yeah, if you think that its body is black, it even looks like it has an eye there on the right. It does. You know, it does. It looks great when you think of it like that. This is awesome. This is so cool. <laughs> it seals Adel's powers and at the same time prevents any means of outside contact. Radio waves, sound waves, telepathic waves, junctions, you name it. The signals from our wave jamming system are so powerful that it affects radio waves down That's the why there hasn't been a radio broadcast in 17 years. Wow! I forgot about that detail. That's 17 years specifically. What a five bats. Does that That's mean the rest of the Does that bats. mean the rest of the world was like we used to have TV, but like 17, 17 years, years ago, ago something happened. Something happened. <laughs> we don't know what it is. They launched a, a prison satellite. <laughs> that was like the ultimate Cancellation of every type of communication. I'm losing it. This is so nuts. This is so nuts. Also, I think I'm going to point this out in a minute or two, but Adel's prison spaceship is like a mile off of the space station itself. It's mm -hmm. not like a part of the space station. And the way you get to it is you take like a booster pack and scoot your way <laughs> yeah. as an individual soul in the middle of space going from space station to Adel's structure. It's a weird choice to like, if you're imprisoning someone you're afraid of, to make their prison as terrifying as possible <laughs> to approach. Like, it looks like this was designed by her to scare the shit out of you. Wow, if she were to revive, it'd be a nightmare just like 17 years ago. Gee, I hope that doesn't happen. I mean, the chances of it not <laughs> happening 
or, z- or zero. It's about to happen right now. <laughs> it's we're, we're here for it to happen. <laughs> That's why we're doing everything we can to keep her under control. Uh, are, do they float to this thing freely with like? Yeah, it seems like they, they go in their spacesuit and they go out there and they're like, "Let's go take a look." Look, that's the president going out to conduct the inspection personally. Well, maybe the spacesuit. Do you think Laguna is the president of this country now? Yes. Because they made him leader of the resistance. He, they made him leader. <laughs> they made him leader. They've been of the talking about the president, and they, they destroyed and, the sorceress. And, and now he's the president. What we've heard about the president is that the guy is like he wants me to make a thing that can scratch him wherever he wants, <laughs> like an idiot. Like he's an idiot. It's gotta be Laguna, the I, only fun that character makes me in this entire fucking game. Love Laguna. There's so much about this game that if you told it, like if we knew at the beginning there was a sorceress frozen in space, like that was a gun that would go off later, this would be such a big moment, but we literally just heard about it. <laughs> like we heard about it right before it's gonna happen. You know in that checkoff play where at the end of it they're like, I didn't know you had a gun, bang! I think that's Ekman's gun now. <laughs> Ekman's gun. The, yeah, oh, but what you didn't know the whole time is that they had a gun. <laughs> it's Ekman's gun. Which is how everything in this game is. It's but really, anyway, it's really a weird. In spite of that, I'm fucking in love with this sequence of events. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we got into Estar, everything's been awesome. <laughs> Like, really dumb, but awesome, and I can't wait for him to take off his helmet and be Laguna. I think part of why it's been so fun is the fact that we turned off random encounters. Well, that helps to like, keep that, it like, moving, yeah. but also, like, these plot developments aren't, like... Are bananas. Aren't, like, I, I don't want to see them as little kids. I don't, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't no, care. no, 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 it's like, <laughs> now we're going to space, now, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway, that's the present going out there to conduct the inspection personally. What you see out here, out there, is his work. Incredible, isn't it? He was responsible for containing Adol. So assuming that we're right about who this is, and we are. We are. That means Laguna imprisoned Adol after the last cutscene that we saw with him. Mm -hmm. He was made leader, and then he fucking nailed it somehow. (laughs) Yeah. Why isn't this game just about him? Yeah, look how big she is. You're right. She's wow. huge. She looks cool. Oh yeah, and Adel, who we see through this like crystalline structure, who's frozen in her cell, is like buff. Yeah, she's like eleven feet tall, probably, uh, and extremely strong. Yeah, her proportions fit the size. She's not like a weird alien or something. She's like a giant. That's badass. We've maintained a tight surveillance over her ever since. <laughs> this is you great. Play cards on the moon upside down. <laughs> You've known alone since childhood, huh? Spend some time with her. Someone on the space station's like, oh, you've known alone for a while? You should go see her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the last thing that we were doing on Earth was we thought we were going to come see alone, right? Yes. And nobody told us that she's in space. And now we're in space. And Squall is thinking to himself, I don't have time to go see alone. Yeah, this guy's talking about alone. And he's like, I don't have time to talk about alone. What? I don't have the time. What did we come here for? I can't believe we're not on the moon, actually. I can't either. So we round a corner and enter, like, I don't know, a space-age jazz lounge or something. (laughs) Yeah. And Alone is just sitting here, looking out at space. This is actually her bedroom, I think. Oh, this is her bedroom? And she's, like, lives in a tanning bed. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway. In a space lounge. Finally, we get to say Alone. Why? There she is. Lunar gate my ass. Answer my fucking question. Alone! 
Squall. Squall, I'm so happy to see you again. <laughs> she an old lady. Yeah. Me too. Me too. She, she's not the one. I'm so sorry. I got you involved in so many things. So much hardship. Fuck you alone. Why? How old Tell are you? me why. It's alright. He forgives everyone. I don't get it. I understand. I understand what you were trying to do. He does? Well, Squall, why didn't you explain it to us? Were we of any help? Of course. You were my eyes. Thanks to you guys, I was able to see how much I was loved. What? Was that worth knocking us out Wait, randomly? Could she, could she not just do go to the past herself? She had to, like, watch us ethereally inhabit the past? I guess it's like all three of those characters, she wants to see their points of view, so she's got to get some brains to put in them. What? I don't know. What? I don't know, man. I don't what? know how. I don't know. That's could my guess. the past, but just seeing it was more than enough. Thank you so much. So the reason she was sending us to the past mm -hmm. has essentially absolutely nothing to do with anything that's going on. It was just she like just... a personal thing she wanted to do. <sighs> She, she wanted to she, see that she was loved as a kid. She wanted to see Laguna. And like you know what? how the theme is love, she but was there's just, love of a parent and a child she, and a love of she, an abandoned child. You know, you might think that it has something to do with showing us what we'll need to know to stop the sorceress so time compression doesn't happen. She just and, wanted to see that Lucky Laguna no, did love her. I mean, her. all of that has... It doesn't even matter. It barely matters. Uh, it, and, yeah, it was all just a separate thing a separate story about her just being curious about what laguna was but up also to. she couldn't just do it she couldn't just see it she needed to see uh. it through squall's eyes who was seeing it uh, um so that's so that is that is the payoff mm -hmm. for what i would say is like the only mystery of the game like the, at the beginning it's like oh we all passed out what was the deal with that right this is the answer we now know. And it does, It couldn't matter less. It's okay. I came here because I need your help. You said I can't change the past, right? You can find out things about the past you never knew. And from what you've learned, you may see some things differently in the present. You're the one that changes, not the past. What the fuck does that mean? It means it's all about character growth or some bullshit like that. Someone could have said this line in any game that doesn't involve time travel and it would just still make just as much exactly. sense. Exactly. If that's the whole point of all of the time travel, then these people are fucking idiots. Yeah. If that was the whole point they wanted to make and they thought they had to travel through... That's what... At to the learn beginning when about we were learning past. about Alone's power, I was like, her power is remembering things? Right, yeah, no, you and totally now, nailed literally, it. literally, she's sitting here going like, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but sometimes if you think about the past, it seems different now that you've grown up. Like, what? Well, they were. he was a teenager. He didn't know that yet. It was a basic lesson. Ah, we're in space. Yeah. Float along <laughs> in the lounge today. Sorry, whatever. 
Look, this is the meeting of the gods. Uh, this is, this is, what's, this is the, the whole point of the game is perspective is helpful sometimes. What's funny to me about that is like... a strong statement. It's that like was, sometimes. That was what we got from FF7. Like I our know. whole like that, take on it was it was that, all about personal growth. You should get that from literally any story yeah. that is any about story. like a character change. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I'm going on and on, but it's really hitting me the significance of making those flashbacks so insignificant. <laughs> What's the point of this? Really? There's no way to change the past? No, I want to find out myself. Take me to Renoa's past. I need to see the past through Renoa. I don't want to do that right now. I want to go see what's about to happen next. Oh, no. I want to find out what happened to her, and I want to f try to warn her. You want to save her. You don't want to lose Renoa. Squall, I can't. I don't know Renoa. So she has to know everybody involved in How well she, has she never met? She doesn't know. How well does she have to know them? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the rule. She's like a. a There's another rule about the way that my power works. Sometimes it's a handshake is enough. You know, you just vibe immediately. But sometimes you need to have a few drinks first. What is she talking about? This piece of information, the way this rule works, is like a title card as an anime is going to commercial. <laughs> it's like, by the way, yeah. here's an another rule about the death yeah, note. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does she have to just meet them? Well, I don't think she's even met Renoa at Ever. all. So, like, she... Well, go upstairs! raise us. Well, she can't talk to her to get to know her. She's in a coma. She has to get to know her? Well, how else do you know somebody? If you Look see someone him. in a hospital Look bed, you don't go, oh, yeah, I know that guy. I saw him in a hospital bed. Yeah, all right. I can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure what the definition is, right? But I guess by any definition, <laughs> you, you just don't know you just her. can't know someone at all when they're in a coma. <laughs> I told you I can only send people I know in the present into people I knew in the past. She's almost Woody Allen. What a like weird it. ass power. What a weird... How do you figure that out when yeah, you're a kid? In testing that out, how do you get to that I guess knowledge? you probably accidentally like send your mom into your dad's past or something, and they're like, what the fuck what? just happened to me? My, I have a demon <laughs> yeah, baby. <yeah. laughs> send it to the orphanage. I brought Renoa with me. She's resting in the med lab. Please come with me. I'm so sorry. I got you. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, she's following us. Oh. So we leave her room to go to the med bay to see Renoa, but then as soon as we leave, she's like, have you checked out the moon? Let's go. I want to show you the moon. It's so big and beautiful. Okay, fine. I thought we were going to the med bay to help my girlfriend. I wonder... Well, oh my goodness, look at how close we are to the moon. So we walk into like the space station's mission control room uh, uh -huh. and we're wowed by the technology and where we are. And there's someone in here named Controller who's wearing all white. I guess they're in charge. This is no time to be impressed. Look at the monitor there. This monitor? Uh, when you're up here, you realize how big the moon is. It looks so small from home. Why did you send us into the past? To work out your personal issues? Yeah, the moon is, is that why we did like, it? You can go, like, be on it. She's like, it looks so small from Earth. 
I guess we look at a monitor here at the space station, yeah. which is measuring some kind of fuckery that's happening on the well, moon. It's, yeah, it's like they have a camera pointed down at the moon, and wouldn't you know it, the moon is becoming the color of rubies. Oh no. Dude, there's some kind of corruption happening on the moon. Oh boy. The hell is this? Monsters. Monsters. Oh yeah, monsters fall from the moon sometimes. Oh right, they said that ten minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Once. Why didn't they say that at the very beginning of the game? The lunar world is full of monsters. Didn't you learn that in school? It's just like FF4. We were in school. Just like FF4. It is like FF4. We didn't learn shit in school, dude. We we spent a lot of time in those menus reading shit about this world. The left turns that this thing takes. As you can see, the monsters are gathering at one point. History is about to repeat itself. The lunar cry is starting. Wait, when is the lunar cry? Jeff, what do you not understand? <laughs> the, their lunar cry is gonna come from the moon. Monsters are gonna land on Tears Point because of the lunatic <laughs> the, Pandora. The whole thing plays like a nightmare or a bad trip or something. Like you've just heard about something horrible for the first time. And it's also happening right now. And there's yeah. nothing you can do to stop it. <laughs> what is it? And will it open and release the fucking sorceress See or something? See them clustering at one point? Eventually they're gonna drop down onto the planet. Okay. This, this is, is called, called the lunar, lunar cry. cry. Is this like just a natural part of life? Is this good? The monster's behavior becomes abnormal when the irregularities in the moon and the planet's gravitational forces. I guess they're affected just like the tides are affected by the moon. Oh, so they're using the lunatic Pandora to cause a lunar cry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because monsters. Because monsters. Let me get this straight. Mm -hmm. So the working theory here is that the monsters work similarly to how tides work on our planet. Like the gravity pulls all the monsters to one place on the moon, and then and yes. then they, if they if it happens enough, it's almost as if you could imagine like if the moon got too close and some water like came off of Earth and went to the and moon. went to the moon. But it's like the monsters are like a liquid almost, and they all pool up on the moon, and and then they build up until the, the monsters, monsters are gathering. Off the moon. Here's what's really happening: the monsters are increasing. The monsters are increasing. It's really a rare phenomenon. You know that huge crater on the center continent? It's from the lunar cry that occurred over 100 years ago. Ooh. Yeah, and the Centra Crater was that big area that we had to, like, search for the White Seed ship in an inlet. Yeah, down at the southern part of the world, there's, like, when you look at it, it looks like there was a continent that just got exploded. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> like, if the Chicks Club impactor happened 100 years ago. It supposedly wiped out the, the city there. Huh, 100 years ago? That's not that long. No, but they're acting like 17 years is, like, a really long time. They're, so, yeah. So. Well, it's a game for children. Piet says, I thought I thought you wanted alone to see Renoa. I did. I wanted, okay. Okay, let's go see Renoa. That's what you came here for, right, Squall? Yes. And that's where we're going to end for episode 30. Mm-hmm. 
We're building up. We're building up to the big events that are going to happen in space yeah, next ne- week. Next week, we're going to hit some huge cinematic moments. Mm-hmm. Just crazy shit. Well, we're on the verge of the lunar cry. The tear is welling it's, up it, in the it, eye of the moon. It is so epic what happens. <laughs> and, uh, and then it immediately just cuts its own legs off yeah. right afterwards. <laughs> it builds itself up and it gets tall and proud and then it just takes the shotgun and it puts it on its foot and it just goes, bam! Well, it falls over. That's next week. Next week. It's going to be a huge story week. Getting heel flips down. Yeah. I don't like how we had to cut to Zell and interrupt the momentum of going no, to space. No, it sucks, and it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It's like, right now where we're ending this episode, this would be a good place. Once Alone is like, okay, let's go see right. Renoa to see what's going on back on to Earth. To cut over to Zell. Yeah. I, I I mean, there's so many times in this game where they've clearly reordered the sequence of yeah. things to try to like make them connect. Uh-huh. I don't understand why they edited this in this way. <laughs> It's so bad. <laughs> it's not satisfying to me. But now we're we're there. We're in space. All the pieces have been set. Adel is in a prison. The moon's going to cry. The monsters are That's increasing. That's the other hilarious thing, too, is all of these Esthar scientists are watching this basically... As though, like, the kind of way you would, like, look at, like, a pool table and go, that white ball is going to hit that red ball and make that, like, black one go in the pocket. They're like, well, that powerful sorceress is up there, and mm-hmm. the lunatic Pandora is going to cause the monsters to fall from, like, from they, the moon past. They have so the- much time to stop this from happening. Like, I don't even know what they're doing to do it. Notes. Well, nobody up here was prepared for what Galbadia was doing because. The radio waves had been cut that's off. That's true, that's true. But they, like, see it going down. Yeah, and they're like, still we're don't studying the atta- moon, and we're still... They're not going, like, quick, enact, like, Protocol X, right. and, like, t- destroy the sort... Like, something... There's got to be some fail-safe or something. No, none but of they're that. They're just, like, none calmly are like, oh, hey, look, mm-hmm. the monsters are going to fall on our homeland and destroy <laughs> it. Isn't that interesting? Yes. It's natural, you know. It's all natural. <laughs> it's one <laughs> one big natural. Well, we're going to cut over to Renoa at the beginning of next week, and some crazy shit is going to begin Renoa happening. Renoa being in a coma thing is going to pay off. Mm-hmm. So join us for it. Mm-hmm. I might just land a heel flip next week. Tune in for that, too. You can hear fingerboard techniques. Anyway. Fingerboard Fridays, every Thursday. <laughs> Yeah, we release on Thursdays. Oh, before we go, do you want to log on to the internet and see if there's any messages? Yes, absolutely. I want to surf those uh, copper wires all through the infosphere. Fiber optic doesn't exist for us. Mm -hmm. It's all I'm assuming it's copper. I don't even know. (laughs) Here we go. There is a message. I'm clicking on it. 
The message reads, come and listen to Not Ryan Fox, Jared, and Chad Ocero talk about everybody's second favorite gaming franchise, Destiny, on our podcast, Conqueror's Corner. While most podcasts focus on PvP, we tend to discuss more through a PvE lens. We provide strategies and loadout tips, and we discuss weekly events, patch notes, give weapon reviews, as well as discuss lore that is some of the best in the history of gaming. We are on Spotify and iTunes. Just search Conqueror's Corner and give us a listen. We recently started a Discord server with the hopes of being able to Sherpa players through endgame content. Join it and let us help you with raids, exotic missions, and Grandmaster Nightfalls. P.S. You know the intro song Liberi Fatali in FF8 is the greatest song in FF history. Oh my god. Destiny. Yes. Wow. I haven't played that in quite a long time, but as soon as I hear the word, I get excited. I love that game so much. We've put so many hours into Destiny. <laughs> well, I mean, us. in comparison to the people who uh, are still playing it, we have done nothing, Jeff. We've done absolutely <laughs> a, nothing. We played the get, first year. What year was it when you got, like, it had come out in September. And that you was got the first some, year it came out. Right, yeah. and, and within that time... I played over 300 hours. Yeah, yeah. And okay. then I kept playing it even after you stopped, so I played through... I mean, how many hours did we put into the leviathan raid alone 30 minimum right we it, the first completion was 30 i remember that game is so good doing nightfalls was so fun anyway yeah check out their podcast yeah i also part of why i've stopped even paying attention to destiny is everyone who does content mostly does pvp and i just don't care at all yeah but I, all of, I want to know more the about lore PvE. explained god that would be great because the lore is amazing and it's told so poorly in the game that it, the story is like a <laughs> joke so anyone diving into that it'd be similar to listening to like if dark they did a dark souls thing where they just explain all the stuff that you're like that has an explanation sure okay <laughs> um <laughs> God, that game is fun. Uh, yeah, anyway, check out their podcast. Thank you so much for that message. What's the name of that podcast again? Conqueror's Corner. Yeah, and if you've been wanting to get into the game but didn't have a group, check out their Discord because obviously the best part are the raids and you need a group to do it. And that's yeah. the hardest thing about the game is finding six people. That was a major barrier for us, especially like when they like released another raid in Destiny 2. We were like, oh, let's get a group together and do it. But then it was like, we couldn't make it happen for a while. But if and we then could we have didn't want to be like a dick to people who like knew it and done it a hundred times the thing like, I don't is take somebody it's, new through it's it. a traumatizing experience every <laughs> single time and it would be nice to have some pros there to help you out so go to that discord and check out conqueror's corner thanks guys for that message let's go if you're interested in the message they're just 25 dollars each just email nocappodcast at gmail.com that's n-o-c-k-a-t they're 25 dollars each we do payments through paypal so email me and we will make it happen yeah and as always, a huge thank you to our Patreon supporters. Yes, thank you so much for supporting us with your real dollars. Yeah, and coming on this journey with us. We really feel like you're right there along with us. Uh, we're still trying out all your Funyun recipes. Mm-hmm. I think, maybe. <laughs> Presumably. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're recording this. We haven't even sent them out yet. Well, that's the thing. Is I'm trying to get ahead of it because we will send them out. And right, then and then... But at this point, happen, we're going to be way and then we'll be, But then we'll be doing things with them that'll feed back in. Yep. No, I know. It's going to be weird. It's going to be... Anyway, and if you'd like to join the Patreon, it's a great way to support the show, and there's a great thriving community going on over there. Mm -hmm. So go to patreon.com slash nocat. That's, That's N-O-C-K-A-T. Right. And tell a friend about the show mm -hmm. who you think would enjoy the laughs. Mm-hmm. And uh, rate and review us. 
in your favorite place. Yeah. Get in touch with us on Twitter and stuff. We're at NoCat Podcast. We stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash NoCat Podcast. I think where this episode's airing, the FF7R DLC will have been out and played. So go listen to our playthrough of that. Oh, yeah. I hope we liked it. I bet we did. Probably. I mean, we really liked the original game. And we like Yuffie. We like Yuffie. So find out um, whether we liked it yourself by right now in the future going and listening and watching it on Twitch. This whole podcast has been a psyop to warm you up for the <laughs> breakdown of the fourth dimension. It's coming soon, so you should all be ready. <laughs> be ready. Time will end. It's already ended. It was an illusion to begin with. It, Don't it even worry a, about it. What do you want for dessert? It was a flat circle. It was all these things. Uh-huh. I think we should eat infinity for dessert. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Bite one. did that in that movie where they gotta blow and keep the ping pong ball up. That's not happening for more than a couple seconds for me. Hey, you remember the dog head theory? Mm Mm-hmm. Come over here. What do you see? Oh my god. Fucking get in there, man. Does it not fit? There? No, it must not. It does not go there. Okay, wait, wait. But it's one up, then. It's right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, cause this does go here, right? Or no, it doesn't. No, it does not. Okay, okay, okay. I'm almost on it. You, it looks close. <clears throat> You're missing a couple pieces, I think. Yeah, I think, but I think that does go like right, right like there. right here. And so, the dog I, head theory. I think it's looking. It's good. looking real good. <laughs> that this waiter has a has a bulldog for a head. To see these things pan out, you know. Look how smart you were being. Look at how smart you were being. We're gonna find out that even a puzzle whose image makes absolutely no sense is still better because each <laughs> part like makes sense as you put it together. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it still made of images at least. Right. <laughs> I also just realized like we never did anything about our food situation. Oh god. <coughs> I almost wish you hadn't reminded me of that. Because I am starving. Because now. you said that. <laughs> and now my stomach hurts. Like we I get, didn't even I got like we get so really I got like so distracted by this. <laughs>